Hello, Spotlight friends. Today, we are going to be visiting with Michelle Family. We are going to talk all things divine mercy, how to live out mercy in your day-to-day life, and how to show mercy to others. We'll also be talking about her book, Divine Mercy for Moms. We're so excited to have her. Welcome, Michelle. Today, we are talking to the incredible, I read your bio, by the way, before I met with you. You are very impressive. The incredible Michelle family. Um, We're going to talk all things Divine Mercy, her book coming out, and what she has to share with us about sharing mercy with your family, and I'm sure being merciful to yourself. So we're really excited to chat with you. Welcome, Michelle. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. Well, I'm first a wife and a mother of four children. I am a school nurse by, by trade. So I work at a Catholic school, which is a great gift. And I also work for a university um, this year on their COVID response team because I've had a, oh, quite the year. And for my faith journey, I really love to volunteer and do things for the church. So I am serve as a co-director of our Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. We have a huge conference every year and have about 3,500 women from across, really all over the state of Ohio come. We didn't have it this year because of COVID, but we are already gearing up for 2022. And um, I'm also an author and a blogger and a speaker. And I, my co-author, Emily Jaminette, who has been on this podcast before, and I also host a podcast called Inspired by Faith. It's the program of our Catholic Women's Conference. So we feature just like this and try to inspire women to live out their Catholic faith. Wow. I love that. Well, that was very casual. Like, well, I'm just raising four humans. I'm a wife. I run conferences. I'm a blogger. I'm a podcaster. I write books. My goodness. Like, when do you sleep? Oh, oh my gosh. I actually gosh. sleep quite a bit. I go to bed every night at 10 o'clock. That is my... <laughs> at 10 o'clock? Do you write in your dreams? Like, that is amazing. It's like Cinderella. I, I'm, I'm early to bed. <laughs> Awesome. So, okay. So you have a book called Divine Mercy for Moms. Can you tell us about it? What is it about? I read the little blurb kind of talking about showing mercy in your family. And you have like, I think it was five different points that you covered in the book. This has been a very, this is our first book together, my friend Emily Jamin and I, and it is probably our most loved because of this amazing story about divine mercy and how it has really been attractive to so many women to really first understand how much God loves you and then how much value what you do as a wife and a mother, or even just as a woman living out mercy in this world, how much value that is. And in fact, we were super blessed that forward was written by father Michael Gately. And he literally, literally said that your unseen deeds, words, and actions will change the world. And it's so it was, this book was really a gift. I spoke in 2014, actually at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. And I was asked to be on EWTN on their pre-show and then share my witness story with the pilgrims there. And I actually was living out doing this project for Father Gately and living out the works of mercy with the book he had written. And it really sparked me to kind of start writing about this and how, first of all, I was impacted by mercy. My son had gotten sick in 2008 and was paralyzed from the waist down. And when we're in the hospital, you know, you have no control over anything, right? And, I, and I'm a planner and I, I like to have, you know, my ABCs in my life and I, you have to depend on everybody else and God, first on God and then on everyone else. So it was this great lesson when people took care of us and brought us breakfast, lunch, and dinner and watched our other children and 
and helped mm-hmm. us in every way, you know, with the school helping us with, you know, getting my son still being able to go through all the schoolwork while he was in the hospital. And so many people were living out the works of mercy in our life. And it transformed me to say, wow, how many times do you hear, right? You hear someone's like going through a tough time and you think, oh, that's terrible. And I should do something for them, right? But do you, mm-hmm. but then it's like, you see them six months later and you're like, oh my gosh, I never did, right? Yeah, you're like, they're still doing badly. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And I, yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't reach out and I, the movement was in my heart, but it didn't make it to my arms, right? Mm-hmm. So Divine Mercy for Moms, we share a little bit about the devotion to Divine Mercy and St. Faustina and her life. And she is a great apostle of mercy, but how we can live out these works of mercy in our daily lives that don't have to always cost us a lot of money. They don't have to be, it's, you don't even have to leave your house. You know, you talk about feeding the hungry when you're taking care of your children and making dinner, you can be praying as you're making dinner for your family and making this an act of love instead of begrudgingly, you know, like, I don't want to do this again. When you're folding the laundry, you know, (laughs) you pull out all those socks and you pray for each child as you're folding the socks. And there's oh, certain, so many great things that you can also just do with your family, you know, I, and we got to share great stories of like how my family is very involved with Mary's Meals. It's an international organization. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. They're awesome. So wow. That's I, so cool. We love Mary's Meals. And this was a teaching moment in my kid's life. Honestly, there was a dime on the ground. They probably wouldn't even reach down to pick it up because they're like, well, what am I going to get with that? But that very dime could feed a child that day and in conjunction wow. with their education. So teaching them about, you know, poverty and the value of money and why we shouldn't waste money and waste food and mm. how we can help others by if we are good with our money, then we can make a donation to this organization. So just little things wow. like that. We try to incorporate good ideas for moms or women to live out the works of mercy in our daily lives. Man. Oh my gosh. I love that. There are moments where I really, because I am unmarried and I have no children. And so, but there are moments where I hear people talk about all the things you can do with your family where I'm like, gosh, I just want kids just so I can do these things. So that sounds awesome. Well, like borrow other people's kids. I'm I, sure. That's what, you know, that's what all my friends with kids say all the time. They're like, you want kids, Chanel? Here we go. You can take, you know, you can take Lucia from like two to yeah. eight. So take her to the soup kitchen, you know, yeah. awesome. <laughs> like you can take her to the soup kitchen. We just need to take a nap. Yeah. That is so cool. So, okay. So you were saying that you spoke at a divine mercy, the national shrine for divine mercy in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. That is huge. How did you get there? You know, this is a great story. So I actually went to college with father, Michael Gailey. So, um, that's okay. So that's that a little a, bit and, of a name drop. And we didn't okay. Actually, even we hadn't been in contact for 10 years. It was our 10 year class reunion. I actually, I ran into him that day and I said, Hey, our friend, Mary Kate is coming to town. She was really good friends with him in college. I said, I know she would want to see you tonight. So there was a band playing. We all met up at the band and he started telling me all these mm-hmm. things he was doing. And he was still just a brother at the time. And wow. we shortly later, I got his email and his new book at the time, consoling the heart of Jesus. Well, fast forward, you know, a few years, he says, Hey, you know, Michelle, I've written this new book and I want to feature it at the divine mercy pre-show. And I would love for you to kind of test it out. And again, it was a lot of examples of living out the works of mercy with your family and share how this changed your family's life. And I said, you know, Mike, I'm pregnant and um, divine mercy Sunday. 
I'm going to be 35 weeks pregnant. And he said, well, you know, we can fly you out. No problem. He said, or you can bring your family that your whole family can come. So I was like, okay, well, I got to pitch this to my husband, right? (laughs) Like he is a lawyer. He's very like, okay, I can't Mm. just like take a vacation out to Stockbridge, Massachusetts, (laughs) 10 hours away. Right. And so Mm. my husband, I, you know, I said, Hey, I Let's go out to the shrine. I've been invited to speak and we'll stop at these other places along the way. And we were going to go to Pittsburgh and I had it's all planned out. And my husband says, Michelle, you're going to be really pregnant. I said, don't worry. I already talked to my doctor and he said there are hospitals in Massachusetts if we need them. I love that you took initiative. You're like, don't worry, baby. I I already talked to our doctor. Got it. it. We're ready. I just kind of needed a yes. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Right. You know, you you know how you got to do this, right? (laughs) And then he says to me, well, okay, so you're going to have the baby and I got to take some time off when you're in the hospital and help take care of the other kids. Like I can't take off a week in April and then take off a week again Mm -hmm. in June, you know, and you know, money is not growing on trees and we have a big tuition bill for Catholic education coming up soon. So it's like, okay, okay. So I said, God was like coming at you with the reasons. I know. Right. So I said, well, if we're supposed to go, God will give us a sign. Right. So that very next night we had our school, it's a big auction and fundraiser, big deal event. And my mother-in-law always gives us a little money to buy something. And so we decided to use the money to buy tickets to our school tuition raffle. So you'd win a year of free tuition. So, you know, it was the donation to school. I bought the tickets and then, well, wouldn't you know that night at 845, they announced the winners were Matt and Michelle family. I didn't have to say a word, did not have to say a word. I just looked at my husband and he says, well, I guess I know where we're going on spring break. So off we went, we went, stopped in Pittsburgh. We went to the Reds, happened to be playing the Pirates and my husband's a big Reds fan. We went to Hershey World. And we went to New York City, and then we, at Divine Mercy Sunday, spent the weekend there at the National Shrine. There's 20,000 people there. You know, people are all out in the field for mass, and for they have all wow. these priests out in the field for confession, and they, you know, everyone's praying, the Chaplain of Divine Mercy, and all, you know, different speakers, and it was just... It was really a glorious time. It was a special grace. I knew that I was supposed to take my family there. I knew that to be at the shrine, I mean, that's something that just wouldn't, you know, I wasn't going to be able to make that happen, to get my whole family to go there, you know, to Mm. do this. So it was, it was amazing. It was certainly a gift from God. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I got body chills during that. That is, I mean, if God wants you to do anything, you have such confirmation that he wants you to shared this message. So that is amazing. Were you, how did you feel actually talking to people? Did you feel like it was natural? You were kind of born to share that message. Were you nervous? Oh, I was shaking in my boots. And the funny thing oh. is, is I, I'm not a professional speaker. At the time I was not doing any public speaking. You know, I was mm. still working as a nurse. And I remember the other speaker, I had just, we had done a practice round of everything. And the other gentleman that was speaking He said, wow. He said, that was so great. Are you a professional speaker? I said, no, I'm a nurse. And when I went, before I went to speak, I was incredibly nervous. And there was a brother there, brother David, and he prayed over me right before I went up. And another of the Marians there, one of the volunteers said, you know, Michelle, just tell Jesus, you want people to see Jesus and not you. And this is about Mm -hmm. them seeing Jesus and not you. And I walked up. Literally, I lost the heel of my boot, like the bottom of my heel on the way up in the mud to um, go speak. So I'm clip-flopping 
the steps there. And I literally, as soon as I started talking, I felt like the zinging going from the top of my head to the tip of my toes. And I was, was not nervous at all anymore. And it was a gift because to this day, when I get up and talk about Divine Mercy or talk about any of our other, you know, we talk about friendship, we talk about all kinds of other topics. I don't get nervous when I'm speaking for God. But if I get up in mm. front of my staff to give a talk about COVID, like I could tell in my voice, I'm nervous and shaking. So it's definitely a, a grace that I've been given to be able to, to share God's word um, and not be freaking out. <laughs> wow. So final question for you. Okay. So Divine Mercy Sunday, it's coming up. It is next week. I mean, I know that anytime something comes up, especially for me, awesome liturgical feast day like this, I always really try to enter into it. Sometimes I enter into it on the day and then after the day, I kind of peace. But mercy should be everything that we do all the time, right? So do you have any kind of practical tips that someone could practice mercy more than on Divine Mercy Sunday? Yeah, well, first, before the feast, say the Divine Mercy Novena. It typically starts oh, okay. on the Friday before Divine Mercy Sunday, but it's okay. Start at any time. And actually at the shrine, they do it perpetually. So they do nine days and then they start over. So do some of those prayers to prepare for the feast day. Go to confession before the feast day. And on the feast day, make sure you receive Holy Communion. And you know, every day, God will place on your heart who he wants you to do something for. And Another story mm. I, I shared in the friendship book, another book by Ave Maria Press, a friend of mine, I actually had a really terrible miscarriage and I didn't tell anybody mm. that this was going on. And out of the blue, my friend had texted me that night and said, I made too much Puerto Rican pork and rice. Would you like some for your dinner? And I went and I said, oh my gosh, yes, because the ground beef I was going to make for dinner is still frozen on the countertop, you know, and it's seven o'clock. <laughs> and so I was actually headed down to pick up one of my kids. I swung by our house. And when I picked it up, she said, the Holy Spirit told me to offer you that meal. And that was such a confirmation, right? And I told her the whole story of what was going on with me. So the Holy Spirit speaks to us every single day. He whispers to our hearts, whether it's to forgive your husband who offended you or, you know, made said Mm -hmm. a comment and then you wanted to begrudgingly, you know, give him the silent treatment, whether it's, you know, reaching out to a friend that you know is going through a tough time. Maybe it's praying for someone who you know needs your prayers, someone who's sick. You know, Jesus gave the words to St. Faustina. He wanted us to perform deeds in word, action, and prayer. So we can Mm. always do one of those three things. So when you feel that tug at your heart, like, oh, I should do something, you can always do something. And maybe, you know, you can't run over at five o'clock and bring your friend a meal, but you can text her and say, I'm praying for you. Or can I do something for you? And always, you know, we can always pray for our friends. So we can live out mercy day in, day out. And I think probably the best tip I give people is find somebody to, to we call your mercy partner. So that, that helps you along, that encourages mm-hmm. you. And sometimes you trade off, say, hey, you get this one. It's from both of us. And then the next time I'll bring the mail. So that's another I good tip. I love that. Yeah, have a I love mercy that. Partner. And I love anything to do with food as well. So I'm going to yeah. try to do that with my roommates and see if they'll join in with me. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's a great thing to do with your, and then you're, I think just being always conscious of that you're supposed to be living this out day in and day out of our lives, Mm -hmm. because I can say that this year has been hard to live out the works immersing in COVID and you're Mm -hmm. away from people and separated and, 
you're not involved at your parish maybe. So this is a great time to rethink about how you can live out these works of mercy. Wow. I love that. You are it, Michelle. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're it. You're bringing real like comfort to my heart that I can do it. You know, it's not just some lofty idea. Yeah. It's it's just simple. Start simple. Like, you know, I remember one time God was like, I want you to bring your neighbor a loaf of bread. And like, I'm like, this is so weird, God. Like, why are you asking me to like drop off this bread? And, you know, and then it turned out they were going through a terrible divorce. Like I had no idea, Mm. but sometimes you get those little inspirations on your heart and just do it. I love that. I love that. Well, okay. So every episode we have a hope for the week. So just something that you're looking forward to, something that you're hopeful for. So I can go first if you need some time to think about it, or if you're ready, feel free to go first. What would you prefer? You had go ahead first. Okay, sweet. So my hope for this week, like I was saying a little earlier is we're, you know, approaching divine mercy Sunday. We're in Easter season. And I I'm really hopeful that I can enter into the joy of Easter. I too often make my faith a task list and I don't really vibe much with the God that just loves us and wants to be near us. I kind of put him as like a checkoff priority in terms of things I should be doing, which is very unfair, right? Because God just wants to spend some time with us. So I'm hopeful that this Easter season and this following week up until Sunday, I can really Um, just spend some time in more relationship prayer rather than just kind of like prayers that I'm checking off. So that's a very practical hope. And then secondly, I also hope that I learn to make better dinners for myself. So I've been making a lot of pizza and I cannot anymore. So how about you, Michelle? Well, one thing I'm, I've been really blessed to take part in this program through the Diocese of Joliet, Illinois. It's called Be Formed with Father Burke Masters. So we are just wrapping up here in the first week of April and it has been fantastic. And one part of it though, is it doesn't really ever end. We're actually starting a second session um, in the beginning of May, but each month, the beginning of the month, you have a uh, commitment card and you take this card out and you kind of evaluate where you are in like one of the things is living out the works of mercy or your prayer time and you know how much I'm exercising, how much I'm water I'm drinking, how much I'm sleeping you know, how much spiritual reading I'm doing. So you look at all these things and you reevaluate. So I'm looking forward to this beginning here of April, doing another reevaluation and focusing, picking two new things to focus on in my journey. And I have one other hopeful thing is that my brother's being ordained in May. So it's getting so close. It's been a six-year journey for him. So it's going to be amazing. And so I'm hopeful that I can remember him in prayer every day and that for our family to be able to celebrate this great event here coming up soon. Wow. Okay. Can you drop his name for everyone listening? So yes. Can pray Brother for Joseph Marie. He's being ordained Brother in Joseph. the Franciscan TORs. Oh my, they are my favorite. Wow. This is your family blessed. Father Joseph Marie. <laughs> that it's is awesome. Father Y'all. Joseph Marie. <laughs> wow. That is beautiful. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing with us and thank you for being with us tonight, tell us where can we find you? Are you on social media? Where can we find more info about you? So the best spot to find us is on inspirethefaith.com. I actually, part of my be formed is I went off social media. Oh, proud of you. It's been awesome. It's been a mess. So yeah, Yeah. that's probably for the better. A lot of anger. So I, I, it's been been peace, peace all Lent. So I think I'm going to stay out for a bit. Please do Divine Mercy Sunday. (laughs) 
at least. <laughs> yes. I love that. Awesome. So we'll put um, your website in the show notes and we'll have everyone check it out. But thank you so much for being with us tonight, Michelle. Oh, thank you so much. for having. And I have one, can I add one more thing? Oh yeah. All of totally. our books that we have through Ave Maria Press have free videos on our website, inspiredthefaith.com and free studies in the back. So they're Ooh. so great to do with your girlfriends. I encourage you, if you're not doing things in person, do it on Zoom. Um, if you are meeting in person, if you can get outside, we would love for you to read these together and watch the videos. And we've gotten so much positive feedback for our women who've done this together. It's been such mm-hmm. such a gift. So we love connecting with the groups that are reading. And it's, it's really fun to see these women all over the world growing in their faith. Wow. That's so awesome. I'll have to ask my roommates. I know that we're trying to do an intentional prayer thing together. So that would be great. And I I love doing anything that kind of tells me how to do it. So <laughs> so that sounds awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys again for listening. And thank you again to Michelle for being our guest today. We'll have more information about Michelle in our show notes. So please feel free to check that out. On next week's episode, we'll be talking to Deacon Greg Kandra all about the Easter season, being a deacon, and how to live your best spiritual life. Please feel free to check out Obvious Spotlight Podcast on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Spotify. We're so happy to have you here, and I'm looking forward to hanging out with y'all next week. God bless. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.